Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. Put our lives on. Bill Bebo. Josh. Uh, uh, Simon Center, get the fuck out. <laughs> Listen, Apple. Me and the 201 subscribers we have. <laughs> Did we get another We one? are Legion. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool. Let's, uh, let's move on to our main topic. Main topic. Which today is... Uh, Father's Day, and if you live in the U.S., I don't know if it's Father's Day in other countries. I don't think so. But here's what we're gonna be talking about: some dads from media. Wait, isn't Johnny it always? Fa- it, it's always. Oh yeah, father's. he is. He is. It's oh, always shit. Father's Day on Krypton. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, so I won't. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I just kind of—I mean, I don't—I don't even know how we're gonna tackle this. I, I, we were when Clay and I were talking about the the show at the end of last show. We were just kind of like, yeah, maybe like best and worst dads. I always like bringing up worst dads, and that's why if you haven't seen Invincible season one, you may not know why. <laughs> you may not know why Omni Man is there on the <laughs> on the art. Who, who's but. done more violence to their son, him or Homer Simpson? Or I hate to say Batman. Or Batman. He said Batman is the best dad. He just collects children. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> Hi, you're a kid. You want to be my new sidekick? Oh, he, I got listen. some graves outside next to my parents that you know is already allotted for you, so you don't have to buy one. I mean, let, let's let's look at how this goes. It's like his first son leaves because Batman doesn't love him enough. He gets his second son killed. His third son. Basically, if only decides to love him and adopt him after his his real dad dies. And the fourth one is like this little arrogant, you know, he's like, oh, you should love me. I'm going to force you to love me. It's like, <laughs> like oh, come on. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, if you go that Stephanie, you go, uh, uh, you go uh, Batgirl, you go Barbara. I mean, Jesus. And then uh, even all the way up to the late, what's the? Oh, oh. What, what's uh, Signal? Yeah, Signal, Duke. Duke, yeah. And then I was thinking of Carrie Kelly. Oh, and Terry McGinnis. I mean, come on. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Got to catch them all. Listen, who, who's he, the worst mentor, uh, Charles Xavier or Bruce Wayne? Xavier. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I'm going to go with Xavier. Batman's only – he's never faked his death. Well, no. Batman's straightforward. Batman's straightforward. It's not even about faking your death. He's straightforward. He tells you how it is. This is yeah. what you're going to get from me. Xavier manipulates everybody. And, and oh, basically, yeah. you know, yeah, it's about I, what I have to do to get my own. And Batman's like saying – it's my way or the highway. Xavier goes, no, I'm going to manipulate the hell out of you people to do what I want you to do. So it's like Xavier's the worst oh, dad. I like that we took this turn into worst dads instead of like <laughs> trying to celebrate the good ones. But yeah, Xavier's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I hate uh, to say, you know, Xavier being the biggest influence doesn't, it has also made Cyclops line to a very good father either. If, what about Reed Richards as a father? Is he? It, yeah, he's a good father. He, he, his he's so he's so ADD. Sometimes he doesn't realize if he's neglecting Franklin or Val. But but I think he is, he's still a better father. He shows his he he cares about his family. Like he's the one who actually he may he may neglect him by, um, um, accidentally, but he at least shows care. You know, he loves his wife. He loves his kids. He loves his brother-in-law. And he loves his best friend. He, he's never been short of that. He's he, when he's neglected, he's very he's shown that he's very sorry about doing it. So, Kyle, your buddy's trying to start a fight on the comments. Why he's right, <laughs> uh, Barbara Gordon. <laughs> Barbara Gordon. OG Stephanie, Batgirl. wait, who's Barbara Gordan? Oh, Oracle. She was Batgirl at one point. Stephanie, she's Brown the fans, one that, that many others uh, have to thank her for being first. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, um, then you also got Stephanie, who's technically Batgirl yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's? I, I mean, other than Jason Todd, who has received the worst? Um. I guess growing pains from being part of Batman's family. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Damien. I yeah, mean, I think in, injustice when he, when he actually kills Dick. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fucking, you gotta make me cry, Kyle. <laughs> 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 Just remembering, remembering that whole sequence of like what happens to Nightwing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, and then Alfred. Oh, that whole injustice. Tom Taylor, how dare you? <laughs> How dare um, you, Tom Taylor? I mean, but geez. listen, Batman's been through enough this week, all right? I don't think we need to keep dunking on him. <laughs> What's Batman been through? Hey, oh, you, did you not, not, oh, okay, what? not hide your kids uh, 
There was an argument. <laughs> there was oh, no, 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 no,
or or didn't race the baddest. I guess I don't know how long he was around. <laughs> We're at the part of the franchise where it should be Lucy McLean Die Hard. Yes. That Kate movie should be about Lucy McLean. I, that's what we're missing out on, man. <laughs> so we got a John uh, Jr. movie, and it was not that good. And I like, I, I like uh, with Jack Courtney, Courtney more I, in I his uh, Captain Boomerang role. After that, I felt more inclined to like check out his stuff. But just every every time I ask anyone about Die Hard Five, you were like, inclined to check out more of his stuff because of his role as Captain Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> That was, was one of the most. That was one of the most wasted roles in that movie. He wasn't even Captain Boomerang. It was great. It was great. We got more of Captain Boomerang out of Arrow than we did him in that film. Oh we, God! And that was such a did. shitty Captain Boomerang. Thank you. I'm just saying. Fucking just trench coat mafia with some steel. No, no, I'll, I'll give that. But, but he still did more with Boomerangs than he did in the film. We barely got anything of a boomerang. Him doing anything with a, like what? Like he did boomerang. He used a boomerang once in the whole damn film. It's like, why are you called Captain Boomerang? You're you're more of a you're more of a Deadpool kind of character. You're more like a sarcastic. I got to make jokes all the time. You didn't do anything to help with the fight. Yeah, but in the edited version, apparently he's like really sexist and racist and just a full on bad bad person. Oh, and shit. I was like, that's a way to embrace evil right there. Is just yeah. put that put that out. But then they cut it all out because apparently him. Oh, here, and, here we go. Is Captain Boomerang a good dad? No. He even no. admits it at the end. He's like... <laughs> well, I just said, but you, you have his son who becomes... Who's a partial speedster who joins the rogues for a while. Yeah. And yeah. He's also the one who kills Tim Drake's dad. Yeah. Oh, God. That fucking... Uh, <laughs> identity <laughs> crisis, right? Oh, I God. Think. Yeah. One of the very um, few times you're actually going to see Batman show emotion, like... Like you, you have Tim running up the stairs, decloaking de the whole costume. He goes, "Oh my God, my dad's dead." Batman comes in, grabs his cape, puts his arms around him. He goes, "It's okay, son. I'm here." And it's like, "Yeah, wow." Batman shows emotion. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the only time he could ever relate to someone. Yeah, right. And he wanted that as a kid, or in some stories, he got that from uh, police chief. Damn it, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, I like just drew a blank on Gordon. Gordon, good dad. Yeah, good dad. Might be or overworked. I mean, yeah, overworked. he cleans up Gotham, but at the expense of his kids and one of his, well, his kids son. Yeah, yes, yeah, he, he was not a very good dad to his son, his daughter. And I, again, no, I think he was a good dad to his son because he was trying to help him. He's always tried to help him, but he did as much as he could. Like his son's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. That's a weird one. That that's one we need to dissect. We probably yeah. should go through like different books and look at to see how yeah. he got need, there. This, and this what... would be a good evidence case of like, yeah, like a little mini trial. Uh, but in the Arrowverse, we got some good dads. Uh, Iris's dad, what's his name? A Joe. Joe West. Joe West. He, is, a good he dad. is the best superhero dad that I can think of on TV. Uh, <gasps> Next to Paul Kent. Paul Kent is the perfect superhero. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give, I'm going to give props to, uh, if we're talking with Arrowverse, I'm going to give props to Diggle too. Diggle was a good father. Oh, Diggle. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, even, well, even Oliver, like when he, when Oliver he was a good, towards the end. Yeah. He, yeah. you know, yeah, okay, he had to, it, he had, yeah, he got time with his daughter and she appreciated that time, even though at times she was kind of a bitch about it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was like, she grew up without a dad. And oh, Alfred, did, Alfred too, but Alfred's he's the top uh, fiver. He's a top five. All, all star. Yeah. All-star Alfred, that's why he's in the shot. That's why he's in the cover. Oh, I also put Johnny Cage. You put Homer Simpson there as a good dad? No, no, this is just that. No, there's bad ones in here. Too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Thanos. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Thanos, Homer, Man, Stoked Bart. Homer. Drunk, but I think drunk. Johnny Cage is a, Johnny Cage is a good dad. Uh, I don't know. He, he matures. He matures in the in the later games. I he don't matures. care enough about and don't know enough don't know enough or care enough about the Mortal Kombat mythos to really chime oh, on no. that one. Let, I, let's finish the Arrowverse though. We had some good ones. Uh, um, I think uh, what's I mean, there? Oh, you know, Detective I, I, Lance. Oliver's, Detective Lance. Oliver's I, dad though. I mean, that's oh, a poor story. He, a, he kills a man so that Oliver can live, and then. But kills I think himself. he was a bad. I guess he was a bad person. He was. It was a re. It was not re. But holy god, he was. He was not reconning. He was trying to. Make make it amendments for what being such a yeah. he realized yeah. he was and so he, and in his eyes he did the, the he did a good father deed to help make sure his son survived. <laughs> Omni Man is not a good dad. He's on the bad dad category. Omni Man because oh, oh. uh, he's asking. I'll, I'll say this right now. Uh, not officially their dad, but uh, John Jones on Supergirl, like the way he looks out for Kara and uh, her sister. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. Eddie Brock. Yeah. Eddie Brock. That's a good one. We did when we talked about Venom earlier. I definitely brought that up that he's he's being he's trying to be the best that he could be to Dylan. And that's a big, big driving force behind that book. Um, I did enjoy Peter Parker as a dad in the um Oh god. What was the story? Fuck. No, I, I give you one. When Marvel did Marvel Next, when they had Spider Girl. When they did the A Next, you had you had Juggernaut J2, you had A Next, you had Spider Girl. Like he was a good father in there, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I will to cl- kind of close out the Arrowverse. I think the second Harrison Wells, the one from her two. Oh, he, he, he became he became a better father. He became a he yeah. wasn't a good father, but he, he, he wasn't a, a good father, father to begin with. But I think he learned. But yeah, for sure, I think Joe Joe uh, Joe West. Like, I mean, he adopted Barry. Yeah, it, he's which is kind of weird now that well, his kids are married. But you know, given yeah, a, given the fact Barry's actual dad, I mean, he at least lasted two seasons. I mean, his actual dad was a good oh, father. Oh, that's also. true. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. J- I guess we don't talk about him enough, but I mean, and he was portrayed by the original Flash, so like, yeah. I mean, that, 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 it, it, it's every parent's dream for their kids to grow up and get married. Didn't you see The Office? That's what Joe West got. <laughs> oh, His yeah, kids yeah, grew up true. and got married. Oh God! All right, oh, uh, let's go. Uh, uh, here with this Black Lightning. Oh, that's right. He's on the kind of on the Arrowverse too. Yeah, well, he is. He's definitely in the Arrowverse, and then he's got two daughters. Yeah, who yeah. basically followed his he, footsteps. I don't know. That's always weird to say. Like, should you bring your kids into vigilante well, there, work? There's a difference. No, there's, he didn't bring them in. They decided. They just made the choice for themselves. Yeah, that's true. They were on their own. So Thunder Thunder made the choice herself. It was the second daughter that they figured. Well, if she, if, if, she's a teenager. We can't really stop her. I can ground you, but she's still going to leave and do her own thing. So better to hone her and train her and let her be the superhero, you know, than yeah. let her go off and do the wrong thing. I say, Otherwise, good dad. He tried to help the community, and he tried yeah. to make everything a better place. He was a good principal. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to Marvel stuff real quick. Uh, since we have someone here, Clay has a few things. Uh, Vision. When Vision had the men- mental uh, uh, brainwaves of Simon Williams, yes. Vision as currently, no. You don't think the the Android current Vision? When 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 it was him and the Scarlet Witch, and they had you know the two boys, I think he was a good father. But I but ever since then, I I, I that's. That was my favorite uh, vision when he was basically first imbued with Simon Wayne's mental process, and then basically he became a little more even human before they before they made him to White Vision. I think that was my favorite vision. Is he was a little more okay? Yeah, this might be a good thing to tweet at Tom King. Like, does he think the vision that he wrote is he a good dad or not? He's like, still he, he's trying to be, but he's he's doing it on yeah. the level of what he thinks a human father should be, and not like yeah. you know, there's no emotion base there. Yeah, he isn't discovering okay. from experience and saying this is what it should be because he has no childhood to grow up from to say what mm. he thinks a parent should be. I mean, vision. Is, I mean, the kids Scarlet Witch had are from the idea of vision, so right. it's her idea. So he's not even really a part of it. It's the way she sees him. Yeah. So that's why I'm always like, is he? A real dad or a stepdad? I mean, even though he's an android. Yeah. I mean, I think he, sees, whoever, yeah. he sees the best in him. That's the thing yeah. is, though, is when you do that, you don't see any of the faults. Yeah. Is Superman um, a good father? Man. That's a tough one. That one, I think that one. I don't think so. I think, I think like, ever since we got Jonathan Kent into the universe, I don't think, I don't can't think of one bad thing he's ever really done, except the fact that and it wasn't really him. It was, or no. He made the bad choice of letting of letting Jonathan go off with his dad. But yeah, other than yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a that one's that one's really depending. Like you could go both ways, I think, on that. Yeah. Depending on what story you're reading. Um, I can't I, imagine someone showing up and asking for your kid being a dead relative, and you going, "All right, being sure. being a bad dad yourself." Yeah, go ahead and raise my child. Yeah, that's uh, so weird. Lois is a good mom though, because she went with him. She's like, "You can't." I'm not letting you go by yourself. Oh, I, no, I got one. Wally, is he a good dad? Oh, when he's not forgotten. <laughs> I, I'll tell you who who are some bad parents. Who? The the Rasputins, Liliana's oh, parents, and Pierre. How are how are they bad parents? They were killed. They were killed. No, they gave up their kids early. No, when did no. they die? They were. That was the whole thing. That's why I think Alana like. They were killed after Alana became a new mutant. Like they, his family was gunned down in Russia. I think that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh fuck, really? That was half the reason why uh, uh, Colossus went to the uh, the occultists 
Like he like he lost his. Oh, I think his, then then okay. All right. His, his yeah. parents were killed, and then she died of the virus, and that's what made him basically lose all faith because it was at so, Alana's funeral when they were coming down. The same story arc where Wolverine loses his uh, adamantium. So yeah. Claus is basically you know they have all the um, all the X Men are imbuing uh what's his, uh oh what's his name from the future uh help me here Cable Bishop, no, not, Bishop. Bishop. with all his powers and he's, he's basically using all his psychotic powers but like everybody's imbuing him with power so he's got Magneto on the ground and Colossus just comes in the back and just slams his fist on um Bishop knocks him out and takes uh, Magneto back to the uh, asteroid M yeah Reed Richards is a kind of a cool dad but he's just kind of a terrible person. I wouldn't go uh, that far. No, Charles Xavier is a person. He's letting his kids grow in their superpowers in uh, taking them to go build multiverses. And yeah, yeah I mean, Although, I, 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 I think he's helping them. No, no, he, he's, he's ADD. He, he just, he neglects them by accident without realizing he's neglecting. It's not like he's doing it on purpose. He just, he gets so focused on the science of everything. He doesn't realize, Hey, what's happening with my family? So he gets he gets side, he gets so, so sidetracked. He's not focused on what should be happening. He's just the one the one messed up thing that that uh, Reed Richards has done recently, in that uh, in that X Men for um, X Men Fantastic Four miniseries oh. that they had, he implanted a chip in Franklin so he couldn't go through the gates of Krakoa, to like to make him not be recognized as a mutant without telling him. Did you so see when what it, Magneto said about him? Oh God! Yeah. Oh, Magneto oh, oh. mumbles in Planet X Men that we don't want. What does he call him? An opposer, imposter here. That's, That's what he weird. thinks of Frank Rich, Franklin Richards, who everyone else has embraced as like the next big mutant thing. Oh yeah, I love Franklin Richards. Every time him and and then Kate Price shows up, they always got this like, hey, you know, because they're, they're friends. Uh, we got a few more things on the chat. Scott Lang in the MCU. Yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah, it was, de- it was devastating. Idea. Devastating when he was when looking for his daughter's name, an Endgame, in the memorial. Um, yeah, he made some bad choices, but it was never like him trying to hurt, you know, yeah. his family. Well, he did it for like the betterment. Like, yeah, it, he, yeah, it wasn't like he he wasn't being selfish when he went to jail, right? He did it because he was trying to take down the company. Uh, yeah, he, he's an asshole to everyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's circle back to Cyclops. Because Cyclops, people forget that he left his wife and child to go back to Gene. Like I said, look at his influence. It's Xavier, <laughs> his dad. Oh, no, actually, here's one. You know, Okay, so his real dad's been out in space, doesn't realize he's alive. He gets adopted oh, yeah, by yeah. Xavier, and Xavier is the father. You know, it's... Uh, I mean, Corsair having Corsair's a terrible space. father. He shoved his kids out of an airplane. <laughs> but he's no, a cool pirate. No, he was a pilot. His wife shoved the kids out of the plane. <laughs> Here's one parachute. Good luck, kids. <laughs> you know who's a good dad? Wolverine. Except when he killed his kid. Dokken? <laughs> yeah. Well. No, no, no. Wait, what point are we talking here? <laughs> X-23? I mean, he's been a better dad to X-23 than he has Dokken. Yeah. But Dokken was bad to begin with. I don't think he ever yeah. was had a good bone. But he was a good, he's been a good I don't know dad. about that. Again, it was the way you're brought up. You know, he's been kind of a mentor to Jubilee and uh, Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. Yeah, he, he, he actually. Yeah. her ninjutsu. Xavier. is a fucking worst. <laughs> we agree. Xavier is the worst. Faking uh, your own death multiple times in front for like no, for your students. Uh, I, I, I don't think he can rebel. Like I said before, Batman's been straightforward with all his his uh, proteges. He's like saying, yeah. "I'm not going to try to manipulate you." Xavier will use mental power and actually well, lie. And manipulate them to do what he wants. I feel you know how Batman has a, a secret plan to take out the whole Justice League in case they go rogue. Yeah, I'm sure Batman has a plan to take out each one of his kids in case oh, they go shit. rogue. Um, oh, that would be the best book. I just want to see Damien find that. Can you imagine? Yeah, the, how, the bat- how do I kill no, you know my what? son, Damien? I think Damien would be the only one that would understand. Yeah, of course. Why he back. has that. He because would, he, because Damien probably has one notes. himself. <laughs> he probably has one on how to kill yeah, Batman. Yeah, Damien probably has a plan to take out Batman if he goes rogue. Do uh, you think that Batman's straight enough? Him and Damien have a sit down and, and goes, here's my book. Where's yours? Let's compare notes. <laughs> they don't want to. They're trade secrets. You can't. Uh, but, he, uh, but, but I'm sure he thinks the same of Damien. Yeah. He's like, oh, Damien, yeah. at some point, you're going to think of a way to take down all your friends. 
here's how you write that book and here's how you do it. He technically already had it. I mean, when he, when he formed his own Titans team, I think he already had like, you know, plans of how to neutralize. Any of the, yeah. He did the same for the Titans. Like here's how it probably. I mean, I think the only person he probably would have been, he probably would have had problems with would have been a uh, red arrow. Because Emiko yeah. was kind of almost as, almost as like use the world kind of like how he does. How have we not talked about Trigon? Oh, I mean, oh my gosh. Trigon and Deathstroke. Yes. Oh, yeah, worst, point. worst dads. I mean, top ten worst dads in all of comics. Kingpin. I think. I think Deathstroke is, <laughs> is no. kind of like, oh. in the James Robinson run. He tries to be redeemed oh, no. a little bit. Norman Osborn. Oh my god. <laughs> and 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 the Gwen Stacy stuff. Or oh no. Gonna, are we oh, not yeah, gonna talk Norman about Osborn that? in general? Oh god. I know, but oh, no, Norman no. Osborn slept with Gwen Stacy. The secret babies. Oh my god. Uh yeah, both of them definitely have a plan and a secret backup that they won't show each other. Uh this this show really took a turn for like let's shit on dads. Uh, <laughs> I just can't uh, see being a superhero and being a good yeah. Dad. I don't think you would expose your kid to that. And it, it and I was, we are we no, we already acknowledge that Scott's a good dad. Scott Lang. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, to me, Paul Kinn is the ultimate dad. If you raise oh, yeah. the the model for what well, you think an American it citizen, depends on which be. version of Paul Kent you're talking about. Because if we're talking about Kevin Costner, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the worst. Um, and listen, they had John the Ford, John Ford in an open field, and Superman running to him. Oh man, that just crushes me every time. See, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I like the mythos of Superman when the parents are st- when both his parents are still alive, not when they when they died. Like I mean, I loved like, like Smallville, Smallville, uh, Superman the animated universe, even Lois and Clark. Like yeah. even with you know, I, I like that. I, I love the fact like there's and there's the intro that you have. Even though they're on Smallville, they're very technology imbued. They have cell phones, they have fax machines. I thought that was you know, a little funny kind of. But I like the mythos of when the when his parents are alive compared to when they're dead because I think that's still because um again with the current you know new universe, the fact that they brought Connor back in and his parents are alive, and they take Connor to the uh, Kent farm to live so he could figure out what's going on. It's just I yeah. love that dynamic. They're like Connor, oh my god, and they're like, do you know him? It's like yeah, of course. They also was, they also yeah. kind of raised Kara uh, Sorrell for a little bit, right? Yeah. While she yeah. while she got acclimated. I do want to address this. Uh, excuse me at the table. I know you have a. So if you if you're not familiar, go to a, the the their YouTube channel. Uh, it's a podcast where where uh, not a podcast, a video where you and your son just go through your pools, and I love watching your son like just talk about all these comics. Uh, you sir are not a mediocre dad. You're a very good dad. Because you're racing that kid correctly. So, <laughs> I will say that, yeah. That's right. Uh, so, just wanted to address that. Let's see. I agree. I like Superman with living parents. They help yeah, they, they really do. They really but, do. Yeah. But, but it's also important for him to deal with human death. And I think that having his dad pass away is, mm-hmm. is a way for him to deal with that he can't save everyone. And that is a, a super important story, I think, for him to learn as Superman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but they, he, they, they did not do that right in the New 52 because both his parents died before he even ever be, decided to become Superman. He didn't know how yeah. to, he didn't know yeah, how to relate was, to anybody. That was yeah. a weird thing that they – he was kind of out there by himself. That was a weird choice to – to. I mean, yeah, the New 52 didn't make the best choices for a lot of things, but that was yeah. a weird choice. Uh, I will say Smallville had a really good dad and a really bad dad yeah. in uh, Pocket and Lionel Luthor. Those were the uh, best. But they were both, I mean, they're both portrayed excellently. I think yeah. They're, they're, well, both are great. But yeah, Smallville is one of the shows that, I mean, it kind of built all the stuff that we, we're having now, right? It's it's the precursor to everything that we have now as, as far as superhero TV. Um, so yeah, if you want to see some good and bad dads, go check out that show. Uh, let's see. As long as it's been done better than... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you, Robbie. That's yeah. from an outside source, yep. not just inside of the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate the sub, Robbie, but uh, we will not take. We will not. Uh, we will not disrespect Man of Steel in this podcast. Robbie, you have to understand. This guy actually likes Batman v Superman. <laughs> oh, Robbie, I need to show. Yeah, go back to show some links. I yeah, I'm a big, big fan of those movies. Um, is there anything outside of the comics? I know I put Ned Stark on the thing. Um. Uh, which I think he tried his best. 
Who? To be a good dad. Ned or Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh, I I never saw Game of Thrones, so I can't really you talk never about that. Game of Thrones? Yeah, it was, okay. it was d- during the good years. Yeah, and it was interesting to see. <laughs> during the good know, years? Yeah, during the good years. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he, he did raise his kids right, but he also, like, he saw this... Uh, in, oh, in Aria, in Aria, he saw something that he let he encouraged, and I think that you know, part of encouraging her yeah. as a child in a world where she could not ever become a uh, assassin or just a fighter, she just loved fighting, and uh, he encouraged that, and that was probably what made him the best dad. I I, yeah. I, I could really go really bad with this and probably tasteless oh, no. joke, but uh, it's Bill Cosby, a good dad. Oh shit, no, <laughs> no. That's my point. I was like just thinking about that. Like, oh, it, yeah. I mean, I, he was. I, you got to look at the fact that he was the father that we all grew up watching, and yeah. then to hear what happens later. It's like, oh, like that just that took a whole rug and oh. basically pulled from all of America's feet. Yeah, terrible. I there's no, there's no redemption for him at all. No. You yeah, lost audio. Not. Okay, I can still hear you. Yeah, I can still hear you too. Um. But I, yeah. I, we're talking about different like TV dads. I'm just thinking that, that like he's been how many TV dads and that just. Yeah, I mean when you when you default from that, where are your TV dads? Who who do you go to? Because I grew up with Family Ties, oh. and I'd say oh, because Family Ties, yeah, Michael yeah. Gross, that would be right there. What about the Seavers? Seavers, yeah. Did you okay. ever see that dad, Alan Thick, as a is he a quality dad? I think so. I think yeah. I mean. I think it's more of some of the actors who went on after life made some bad choices, but the show itself, I think he was a good dad, you know. All right, what about mm-hmm. Family Matters? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 really, half of Carl's uh, stress is Urkel, but he, yeah. even, he even played a better father to Urkel than Urkel's parents did to him, so, you know, it's one of those things. Here's one for you. Um, I, you, you sent me blank. Oh, no, how about this? Bob Saget. Yes. Full House. Very good dad, very wholesome yeah, I don't see anything negative ever coming from that show that would make him a bad dad. Uh, I'll go one even better. Uh, Boy Meets World. Alan. I, I got you one better. Which which was the better dad of my two dads? Oh. I just rewatched, <laughs> that, whole, I just rewatched that whole series not too long ago. Holy uh, shit, really? <laughs> yeah. It's on Crackle. They got all three seasons uh, on Crackle. Uh, honestly, I think they both... They, neither one knew how to be a dad, but I think they both grew into both being really good dads. I think they were, they were just different. Um, no, there was another show I was going to bring up. Uh, you were talking about uh, Growing Pains. Oh, no. Uh, who was the boss? Tony Danza. All right. Well, wait a minute. I'm trying to think. Tony Danza and what his kids got into. What did she get into? Because I feel like that he was more of a no, I, he, misplaced time dad. Like well, He never always committed 100% of his time to her. I, so I don't know about that. I think that was half the reason he moved out to Connecticut to be the housekeeper is because he wanted to bring up a better life for his daughter, and he did that. Yeah, I think you. I think you. Oh, you know, but but see, I like I like also finding the ones who are very real, and I would say, what about Kevin's dad on the Wonder Years? Uh, because he it, he he fleshed him out as a real person from his dad as that show went on, and that that was very yes, interesting. To see. Yes, given the time period, because that was the nineteen fifties, and so like again, it's a different age and time. So again, you know, he was being the best that he could be that he knew. Now, 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 it would he can you consider him a good dad saying like being raised in the 90s? No, or even maybe the yeah. 80s. It's, it's different. like compare him to again, Michael Gross's character in Family Ties, to, two totally different, you know, time periods. So, a 20 years set apart from each other, or 30 if you want to get depending on how you look at it. But I think it's, it's a different time period how you're raised. Yeah, I mean, it's even interesting if you start taking time periods in like I mean, shows and you go that 70s show with Red. Oh, who, horrible dad. <laughs> horrible dad who just threatened his kids with violence constantly. No. And then you go 10 years later. Well, I mean, 10 years later in terms of TV and family matters. And, and it's funny because the uh, parents in that show are liberals and it's like, they almost yeah. are mocking liberals and how well, their parent, the Goldbergs is Murray a good dad. Yes. Okay. Yes. But okay. is, Oh shit. He, <laughs> he's iffy. Because he does call his kids names, he does. But in the end, he really is, he does care about them. He's just he's just he does mean well. But every one of those kids will be in therapy. Every one of those kids on the gold. Barry for will sure. Be, Barry, <laughs> Barry for, for sure. sure. 
I think Barry's more in therapy for his mom than his dad. Oh God. Uh, obviously, I mean, his mom's a Karen. Look at I know, her, I know. You know, and how she behaves. His okay. dad participates at times, um, so it's interesting. But I think his granddad was oh, the best. Yeah, and, and that I'm really was so great to see. Yeah, but I want. I'm waiting to see how they acknowledge that in the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, um, Robbie. I want. I'm going to call Robbie. Because he, he knows who I'm going to talk about. We have a friend who I know is not watching. Hates comic books. But I'm going to go two more dads. One, Al Bundy. Terrible dad. <laughs> and then two, if you've ever watched it, Hank Hill from uh, King of the Hill. He's a good dad with limitations. Dang it, Bobby. Dang yeah. Bobby. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, is Here's an interesting question that I've seen as a fan theory. Is uh, Hank Bobby's dad? Oh, horrible dad. No, no, no. Is Hank hill bobby's father is he uh, his real father because uh, there's always yes. you know he always talks about his narrow urethra and bobby looks a lot like one of his dad's friends i'm and gonna his, i'm gonna go with no i mean even though i know you, you, we could you could do that whole what if every day but I, from everything mike judge has never said anything that he, that he wasn't i think it's just you know I, I think and honestly yeah hank is bobby's dad you think he's dale's kid <laughs> no <laughs> Well, well, we know Dale's son we is know his. Dale's son is his. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they, they just wait. Who? Oh, you think is Bill's kid? Yes, he looks uh, a lot like Bill. I can't see and, his wife ever having. Yeah, I you can't know, see Peggy doing that either. Done but, the horizontal but, hokey pokey with but him. for a son, for a son, if she had to go through and uh, pick out, oh, uh, if she wanted to give Hank a son, and it was very important to him, and and. Uh, because he because he knows he has a narrow urethra. But, but Bobby looks like cotton, I guess, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, but you're looking at a, at a two foot cotton. Imagine what a, a regular size cotton, yeah. a younger looking cotton. You're looking at an old man. Noah Bennett. Who's I, is he? The guy with the horn glasses? The glasses. Yeah, yeah. He was a bad dad, even though he put his kid through too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I think every every superhero that kind of has that father figure, you have to kind of put up with like the Doom Patrol. Um, oh God, no, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean he's just the worst of all. all right. He kind of created. I, I, I'll all give it this them. one: the one father who's worse than Xavier would be the Professor, the Chief, the Chief, the Chief, chief. yeah, the Chief. Holy yeah. shit! Wow. Especially Timothy Timothy Dalton's version. Yeah, that 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 dude is just hardcore mean in that. I mean, he. I just, mean, Xavier manipulates, but he's never freaking just destroyed people's bodies to get what he wants. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Now I got it. I'll just put it into this can and create a robot. Ugh. Oh, duh. Is Darth Vader a good dad? Redemption and everything. He's tried to kill his kids multiple times. So this is and this is for he turned the whole Bennett. company. Yeah, yeah, this is well. This is for Noah Bennett. Like, I guess eventually. I don't remember finishing. If this, you so. redeem yourself, are you good? Is yeah, Darth right. Vader good? Well, he became a Kenobi a good dad. He became a force I mean, spirit. Obi Wan was basically the mentor for Anakin. So was Obi Wan Kenobi a good dad? Yeah, man, you think so? Yeah, I think I, so. I see him as a I see him as a stepdad. Well, well, I guess we could throw in as Count Han Solo a good dad. Wait, no. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, like, he wasn't <laughs> even a good husband. So, yeah, I mean, he's only a good scoundrel. Exactly. Chewbacca was a better dad then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chewbacca was a better dad. Wait, yeah, he shot. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ben. He shot Ben, ben after yeah. he killed. Him. Yeah, so that's not. I don't know about that. But of course, you get lumpy. Oh God. <laughs> Obi Wan was a good one. Yoda was the worst. Yoda's like your crazy uncle that shows yeah. up. Yeah, I'll get, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, and, he's just telling you things you should know, but he's very drunk when he does it. And then I see Obi Wan more of a big bro. I can see that too. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, if anything, Qui-Gon was more of a father figure, but he's also like your hippie uncle that like <laughs> tells you to burn down the establishment. <laughs> um is there any fathers in Star Trek? I guess it's uh, what's uh, what's, uh, uh Riker. Riker. 
Yeah, Riker. Worf, yeah. Worf and Riker are both. Oh no, actually, uh, Worf and Riker from Voyager. Tom as a father. Tom Paris. But they at, at the very final episode, they actually, uh, you know, him and Bolana have the baby, their daughter. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get, Star- we didn't get Kirk to see a lot Star of Star Trek uh, too in Wrath of Khan. Oh yeah, so. Kirk is oh, a yeah. father with Holy with Christ. Carol. Yeah. We didn't get to see a and lot of Thor being a dad. Who? Huh? When Thor was a dad to Chris Pine. And, oh. You know, we didn't get to see that's a lot he, of him. No, that, yeah. he, no, he made the ultimate sacrifice so his son could have could live. So I'm going to go with, yes, he's a good dad. Uh, he could have been yeah. a scumbag all the way up until that point, though. We don't but, know. But if he's not around, does that redeem what he yeah. did while living? We don't know what he did while living, so we can't answer that. Well, we know, guess- all we know is he was a lieutenant who got command, who got to be captain for all of 30 seconds. And basically flew the ship into the, uh, the saving his his wife and son's life so they could they could live. So, okay, pull up this comment, Picard, Captain Picard to Wesley. I would love it, to see Wesley became, now. I would love to see him show up on Picard and and have that father son episode. It the first two seasons, no, because Picard had no freaking emotion to anybody. But after the third season, when when I guess season one, not so much. But as Wesley started becoming the the Part-time ensign until becoming ensign, Picard did become a good father figure. He started to actually care more about Wesley, and I think he grew into it. Start off no, turned into yes. Yeah, I I love Will Wheaton. I you know I know he's not a big fan of the role. I would love to see him return for no. one episode, and him and Picard have like a father son well, episode. Well, you know if you if you actually go check, uh, it's a deleted scene from a Nemesis. But when they're actually at the wedding with a Riker and Troy. He's actually at the table with uh, David and Guinan, and actually there, actually in full uniform as a part of the wedding. So he looks like he's still a part of Starfleet. So, all right, to start wrapping up, yeah, uh, I want to throw I out. I got to start heading out soon. Odin, Darkseid, and Thanos—terrible dads, all three of them. Uh, high all father, them. high father as well. High father, terrible. I think Odin, the more, the I don't think Odin is as you. much as Thanos and uh, Darkseid. Hello, hello, like hello, hello. yeah. He'd, well, no, he'd, no, no, he'd lied to his kids about their history. No, no, wait, 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 where are we going with this? Hela's only his daughter in the movies, not in the comic books. Well, what about Angela? They know, they, uh, Hela is Loki's daughter in the comic books, thank you. What about, what about Angela? Like, he he never got his kid back from the angels. But again, that was something that got retconned in later. Let's, okay, how, okay, you, you got to do it Odin pre-Angela and Odin post-Angela. Uh, so that, also, <laughs> during all the War of the Realms, Odin's a pretty terrible shit person too. So, <laughs> sorry, Odin. Uh, yeah, Homer is a Homer dad, terrible dad. I mean, he who he, has he, moments he never of... redeems himself. He'll never redeem himself for choking Bart. For, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, I hate to say it. Dad? I hate to say it. Bart kind of brings it on himself. Yeah, He's a child. <laughs> You sure about that? That little shit deserves a good ass kicking. <laughs> it's just the fact that the father's doing it. Oh, man. All right. This may be something we need to revisit. Uh, I do know that our buddy, uh, what's his, our buddy Josh is a good dad. <laughs> good, good dad dancer? and good dancer. Good dancer, oh, that's uh, up to interpretation, but he's good a choice good choice in music, though. Good choice in so, music. Yeah, <laughs> y'all didn't great see him during his, during his solid gold days. He was a great solid gold dancer. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, that's an interesting one to kind of close out. Uh, oh, to Ezra. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It became. It, it did become. You know. So, it became that kind of relationship. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we could was probably Uncle talk about Owen. Was Uncle Owen a good dad to? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that we see enough. He tried that to keep him to, safe. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah, and but failed. he kind of also he kind of also stepped on his. No, no, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it back in as uh, right back to the one years. It was a different time. He uh, he was trying to be a good a good parent as all he knew from that time period. I mean, he's he's a moisture father on a desert planet. You know what? And all, all he knows yeah. is that Vader is his dad. So it's like you know what else you can? He, he's trying to raise Luke as best he can during wartime. So yeah, yeah I mean. Um, all right. Well, we could probably talk about fathers all day, uh, but we won't because we do have other stuff to do. At some I got point. therapy for that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, let us know if you're watching this later on, uh, or in the you're watching live. Let us know later in the comments. Uh, you know your thoughts on all these dads, other dads that we missed, uh, father. You know all that stuff. Uh, so let's move on to our question of the week. Yes, uh, Clay, you want to go Come over on, that? Kyle. Okay. So because of uh, the X-Men 
and being a mutant, you cannot die now. Uh, your consciousness is reborn uh, at a certain point when Cerebro last scanned you. So what mutant would you want to be right now, and what would you do when you cannot die? Again, this, this answer is going to change because there are days... I'm in the middle of traffic and I wish I had mag magnetic power so I could lift all the damn cars out of my way. There are times I wish I could teleport. I, it depends. I, I don't know. I don't know about this one. But you have to think long term. You you have superpowers, but you also can't Teleportation. Die. Teleportation. A nightcrawler. Straight up. Just that way. Because I, I mean, I can get to places like that. I don't have to worry about, you know, traffic, being in my car. I just, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're running five minutes late for the movie. Give me five seconds. Bam. I'm there. Bam. I'm there. Do you want to be so you want to be Nightcrawler though? Because you'd have to be blue. Well, or you fear, want to pick, fear and you hated? Want to, huh? You want to pick a different teleporter? If you're going to be a, you're also going to be feared and hated because you're a mutant. So that's what yeah, that's what an image inducer is for. It's true, true. I but now in this new one. in this new world, image inducers are as good as zooms. They're just old technology, and you don't yeah. need them anymore. Um, I I too would pick Nightcrawler, but but knowing that you cannot die is such a weird concept to say what could i do forever i could make such an impact in the world and these mutants are creating their own world but like if we don't have that capability what would you do i don't know i mean the only other one i i, I mean i i've thought about wolverine before but again that's almost making you immortal and it's like it'd be cool no not but you are immortal you're still immortal yeah. as a mutant so really you could be anyone I don't know. I have to think about this one. They're like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Deadpool, Deadpool would be the one that could break through. Or would yeah, the, I would even would, say Gwenpool. Would it be the fifth wall? Yeah. If we're in this world, uh, I would say. You know, I was thinking. Um, there's a new there's a mutant that's going to be part of the new X Men called Sync, and he can kind of like whoever he's close to, he can take their powers. Or he can mimic their powers. Okay, so, so I think I'll, I think that would with be pretty, the Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, kind of like like that, or like Hope, kind of a little bit like that. So maybe maybe something like that, where I can just like where whatever situation I'm on, I can try to acclimate, or maybe Darwin. Well, oh, Darwin's Darwin. kind of like a redundant though. You can't. Well, I guess I still wouldn't want to die, even if I can't, even if I can be brought back to life. I still don't want to die. It's just such a weird concept to empower all the mutants with because then you see the things like the fight clubs that they have where they just fight to the death because they can come back. They have no like gratitude for the life that they do have. So it's very weird to go into this idea of superheroes, but also have the ability to live forever. Yeah. Well, do you a... do you fix short term goals or do you establish a religion and lead people to a better world? Oh, you know what? Maybe elixir, so I can actually do some good in this world and heal people. Okay, that okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if I'm gonna be around for a while, I mean, that's the thing though is you could you as as this undiable mutant, you could lead, you could start your own religion. Yeah, I, change. Yeah. yeah, you could. It could get real dark real quick. But you you have this ability. It's just weird. It's a weird idea to think about, and it's hard to wrap your mind around immortality with superheroes. Right. I have to think I about mean, this one. But I don't know. This one's yeah. That, 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 that adds a different level of being like, uh, what power would I want? I mean, I would definitely take Magneto any day too. Like, just fuck it, let's go. Yeah, like Kyle said, I, I wouldn't move the cars out of my way. I would just levitate my own car and yeah. I mean, like there are days, like I said, almost Wolverine. Just the fact you can't get hurt or sick. But if you're Magneto, why are you driving a car? Why don't you just get your little disc out and fly yourself around? Like static? You know, like you static? Know, I'm, I'm yeah. going to be straight up honest. I've had talks with Robbie about this. It depends on – sometimes we may have to go back and talk about some of the old Marvel cartoons, but it's just the old 1978 uh, Fantastic Four cartoon with Herbie where Magneto oh. is, is using his magnetic powers to fly a car to take on the Fantastic Four. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, we're, getting, we're getting real philosophical here with the copy of a copy. And, uh, do you, yeah. Do, yeah. Uh, well, it's actually, could, it's funny it, because that, this, no, this is uh, something, this comment right here, and it's talking about, are you a copy of a copy? That's actually a, a part of the story they're using in New Legends this season. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. And we haven't really gone deep into 
gold balls powers and the meaning of what he's creating in them being yeah. these bodies without souls again we could have a whole x-men show that could go into this weird shit but i just yeah. thought maybe we could come up with something for this question but obviously not yeah no, if you live one... forever and you're a superhero it, it's kind of tough because it's like i want to pick the one i like but i also want to pick something practical and try to find something in between as as humans continue to do the same dumb things over and over again do you get tired yeah. of helping them you give yes. up on being a superhero because you just see no hope oh. in humanity that's how we become villains there it is. Oh, well, no, that could be an interesting twist that the X-Men take. Although Kyle would hate it, but I mean, Superman yeah. at one point, you know, <laughs> uh, he just goes to Kansas after it's destroyed and, oh, and starts uh, to rebuild. And that's his. Oh, in Kingdom he, he, Come, he just kind of. He gives oh, up. Oh, you're talking about uh, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives up hope. All right. Well, interesting question, Clay. I don't know that we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. But. Let's move on to our recommendations to close out the show. Uh, Kyle, I, I did want to show a trailer, but if you have to leave, I understand. Yeah, I got to get going here in a second. Okay, so let's do recommendations. Kyle can hop out, and then Clay and I will stick around. I'll be to right do... back. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then let's start with Kyle's recommendation then. Uh, no, I don't have any recommendations. I just uh, I picked up – these might be uh, – yeah, I did no, – oh, yeah. <laughs> like I was just talking about, 70s. I went to um, th these might be my recommendation. I'll let everybody know for next week, but I went to uh, half price books in Louisville yesterday and picked up a couple of Oni books. Uh, nice. First one is my boyfriend is a bear. Oh, uh, have you read it or did you just, no, no, I, I, okay. I just picked it up. Yes. I haven't had a chance to read it. And then I one, really liked it. I really liked that. I've book. heard good things. And then one is called um, odd schnoz and the odd squad. Oh, I haven't heard of that at all. This one, it looks amazing because it's dealing with, okay, so the setting of the book is set in Plano, Texas. Okay. And it deals with this band, but also with uh, animals who have been cyber, cybernetically enhanced. So I, I'm looking forward to checking books out. Until, that, that'll be what I talk about next week, whether or not it's going to be what I read or if it might be my recommendations for people to check out also. All right, cool. Um, well, let's do mine. Um, I want to recommend... Uh, this this new comic that it's coming out soon, but you can actually go read a preview now. Which it's one? called Everyone Is Tulip. Okay. Uh, by Nicole Go, Dave Baker, and Ellie Hall. And here, let me go to the about. So the synopsis is, and this is kind of a it's a weird premise, but uh, donning the guise of Tulip for an experimental artsy video, aspiring actress Becca's dreams seem to come true when her persona becomes the talk of the internet so becca finally like she did a viral you know art performance or something like that nice. uh, so with a sudden army of faithful fans complications arise as becca begins to question whether she has the right to consider herself a star from romantic endeavors to her understanding of herself everything changes as she rapidly loses her identity in the viral persona so in in an era where we just kind of live for like these viral videos and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh, I think this this book is pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna put a I'll put a link on the description because you can read the first sixty pages of this book okay. on their website. Cool. Uh, but then the OGN is coming out uh, from Dark Horse. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, Clay, you want to give us your recommendation so Kyle can jump out? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about the uh, local cons. Uh, some of them are starting to come back. Support your local cons, but be safe. Uh, I put a link in the show notes for the Dallas comic uh, show comic that Mark runs next week, and it's next week. He has a COVID policy in place, um, so that tells you exactly what you need to do. Be safe if you're at a con and you don't feel safe, leave. But these shows have survived a year without us, so try to go, try to support them because this may be um, the last local show you get. Yeah. So I'm really hopeful for this. I'm not saying you know don't go to like fan expo and stuff, but these shows are essential oh, I am. for the community. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sure. Like, don't, I do not support fan expo one bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll be I sure. Mean, honest. They, they try to heavily compete with the local shows and that's, that's part of the problem. They get big celebrities and they try to do it the same weekends of shows yeah. like Texas yeah. Frightmare weekend, which is a local show. Um, I hate that competition because it's not good for fans. Right. We have to choose what we love to go see, but local shows, uh, shows like what Mark's doing. He's got three shows scheduled this year, and I'm really excited for him. 
Yeah, I'm very excited too. So you may see us behind some masks here next week. Uh, my goal we, is to be there. Yeah, my goal is to be there as well. There's a few things I want to check out. There's a, I really want to meet the actor who was uh, Shang Tsung in the uh, first Mortal Kombat oh, movie. Uh, recommendation for that, they're actually doing a screening um, of, uh, of Mortal Kombat with a Q&A with him afterwards, uh, 6.45 the next day on Sunday. I, I forget okay. the exact theater, but it's on the page. It, okay, oh, nice. I, I do have uh, I do have my new steelbook Mortal Kombat movie, so hopefully I can get that signed. Uh, yeah, and the actual stuff. good Mortal Kombat film. Well. <laughs> they're all fun. I mean, they're yeah. all well, fun. Yeah. Uh, Annihilation might be questionable on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with that. Uh, So, yeah, it's fun. I mean, there's a lot of cool guests. Uh, I I mean, if anything, I just want to... It's been so long since I got a a commission, like, on a sketch. Yeah. uh, On a a comic that I just kind of want to get something. Uh, uh, And who was it? Uh, What's his name? Steve Irwin's going to be there. His commissions are not only great, he does them really fast, and they are I feel they are underpriced for the quality of work that he does. I do. I have a um, nightcrawler from him. So, <laughs> so yeah. Right. So hopefully we can see you over there. We'll wave from a safe distance at each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'll be nice to see some people. It'll be nice to see you guys over there. If we get to be there at the same time. Yeah, if you're um, lucky enough to have local shows, support them. Yeah, um, yeah. It keeps the community strong. Yeah. All right. I gotta bounce. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Right, Kyle. Uh, right. We'll see you later. Sounds good. See ya. Later. So Clay, yeah. Before we close out, and this might yeah. be, this might be the closing moment. I don't know if we'll, I don't think we'll get t- taken down, but real quick, it blew my son's mind taking him to his first local show. Yeah, that's great. Like local shows are. I mean, you yeah, you gotta support those. Those are the really fun ones. That's what I. I mean that that was the only community I had as a kid. So growing up in the eighties you would go to these shows and they, and, and uh, I mean, one of my favorite memories is from uh, a Dallas fantasy festival and meeting uh, Peter David and Peter David having a panel on the fantastic four and talking about it and then saying, okay, well, this is going long. Do you guys want to go out in the hallway and talk? And he just treated everyone with respect. And, and uh, it was unbelievable as, as a kid that he would value my question, you know, like yes. I'm just a kid in the sea of people. And, uh, Peter David, just a class act. And I remember that as a kid because it was a, a local con and that was all I had as part of, the, of a comics community. Yeah. No internet. So, all right. So to close out the show, I wanted to look at this trailer. I haven't seen it. I don't think Clay's seen it, but it's the new Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, it's, yeah. It's called Pig from Neon, from Neon. I heard the write-up and that's all uh, I know. I've had, I've I know nothing about this movie other than Nicolas Cage and a pig is in it. So let's but watch. I'm gonna this. I'm gonna guess at a story at this point. This is gonna be Nicolas Cage's John Wick, and okay. he's in instead of a dog, it's a pig. Wow, I like. I mean, if that's if that's it, if that's what it is, I'm in. Uh, so let's see. Let, let me know. make sure. Let's see if the sound is playing. Uh, can you hear it? for a truffle pig. Someone star. I don't understand. Tell me you are. You made the right choice being out there in the woods. There's nothing here for you anymore. There's really nothing here for most of us. Buy yourself a new pig. What are you thinking? I remember every meal I ever cooked. I remember 
every person I ever served. You live your life for them, and they don't even see you. You don't even see yourself. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. Who has my pig? All in. What is I am all in. Oh my god. Yeah, no action. Is it just gonna be him going through? Oh wow. Wow. Uh yeah, I don't know. This looks I mean, I didn't like I said, I didn't know what we were gonna get into going into this. Um but it looks like revenge, maybe, and a little more backstory. Yeah, uh, but Neon Neon's been putting out some interesting stuff. I think they always do oh, yeah. interesting stuff. Uh, that's a little weird, a little offbeat. Well, so. I mean, Cage has been putting out some pretty great stuff lately. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Color Sound, Mandy, Mandy, still just man, it's just one of those movies that will get under your skin for a long time. So I don't, I don't normally see Nicholas Cage. Um, Credited as Academy Award winner. Do you know what movie you won for? Or oh what do you want? Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying I, to I, I, I keep wanting to, to say Moonstruck, but I think Cher won for that. Oh, he won for Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Okay, the drunken role. Yeah, yeah. He was... Uh, what's the name of that dude? What dude? The, the Leaving Las Vegas guy. Uh... The main, I don't know. I guess Johnny Depp also portrayed this guy. Oh, he's like the same guy, right? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. He was also nominated for Moonstruck, Honeymoon, and oh, that's Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and adaptation. He was nominated for that. Adaptation. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, he didn't good. for that, but man, that's weird. Like you don't usually see him credited off as. Holy shit! His his uh, awards list uh, article on Wiki. It's super long, yeah. But I mean, he's been working forever, so he 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 does these like throwaway movies. There's a lot of just garbage in there sometimes, but then sometimes there's just gold. Mandy is just out of the stuff he's done. I'll think about more than anything. It just under your skin, disturbing. Huh? There's a Dallas Fort Worth Film Critics Association. Hmm. He also won Blockbuster Entertainment Awards for The Rock. Get a lifetime uh, worth of rentals. Uh, all right, but back to pig. Uh, I didn't even see when it was out. So you, he has a truffle pig that is yeah. obviously his pet. He's done something to shun or to make himself a pariah to the world. He's moved out into the woods, obviously selling these truffles to survive or mm-hmm. to, and or to cook you know what he has out there it's obviously his way of living but it's also something personal and he just goes to the city because he knows they stole it yeah yeah there's no action there's no crime there's no i don't know i don't know you know he he shows this sense of a person who is a cook that is invisible to people so he has a resentment i don't know the trailer puts a lot out there yeah, people only remember the crazy. <laughs> I mean, leaving Las Vegas looked pretty crazy. I've seen still yeah, like an alcoholic. Movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the movie. It comes out on July 16, according to the internet. Uh it's directed by Michael Samonsky, which I don't know what else they've done. I don't think they have let's see. I, you know, at this point, Luke uh, Luke Cage. Nicholas Cage just kind of feels like he's taking on any role. I, I'm interested liked. in this strong beard game too. Yeah, strong yeah. beard game. Yeah, uh, yeah. The director doesn't have a lot of directing credits. Uh, some TV stuff prior to this, but Pig is going to be looks to be the first uh, full feature. Uh, so 
we'll see. Maybe something to be excited for as far as the directorial debut as well. I, I am. I mean, just after uh, Color Out in Space, and yeah. I mean, he's his, his film roles are just so original, something I've never seen before, and sticks with you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be our show. Um, thanks thanks for everyone. Yeah. Thanks everyone watching live. Thanks everyone that subscribed during the show. We gained two subscribers. So we we're at 201 when we started at 199. Much appreciated. Uh, we have some really cool stuff last week that there's a bunch of comic reviews and trailer. And uh, I have, there should be a video out later today about a new anime as well that I got to watch. Oh, yeah. Funimation put out a preview. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep doing more stuff this week. Next week, we'll definitely we'll probably be talking a lot about the comic show uh, uh, because we are very excited to go back to a convention. Yep. So and also maybe Furious Nine if we get to watch it by then. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, uh, check out the channel. I may re-upload our Chloe and I had a three or four hour conversation. About all the Fury, all the Fast and Furious movies a couple years back when, uh, oh, wow, I forgot about when we, were, when we were reviewing Looks and Hobbs. So I may re upload the audio so people can watch that. Uh, th- yeah, thanks everyone thanks. watching live, I appreciate it. Uh, and remember to w- once the video is done, go back and give it a like and leave a little comment, it always helps with the YouTube stuff. But yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. Once again, if you are a father uh, or serve the role of a father, uh, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to our buddy. I almost don't want to bring Josh back into the podcast. I just want to do that. (laughs) We will just play audio and video that we've already used to create a Josh of our own liking. And we'll call him Josh 2.0. Josh (laughs) 2.0. Oh, one more thing before we do leave. Really? I never. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You did, Sam. You did. So we're going to leave now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for watching. Bye-bye. Hail Bebo.